What is up, everybody? It's been a long time. I will say that much. Been caught up in school, and I've had work and stuff this summer, and I've never really actually had time to sit down and make it a, a podcast. But hey. I'm back, and I'm ready to roll, and I'm hoping that I can get something out to you all, hopefully at least once a week or or something like that. I'm not really exactly sure yet, but hopefully I'll be back, and we'll continue making podcasts for you all. So, when I was, I was sitting in class, um, I'd say around... 11.30, 11.45 probably, and I'm sitting listening to a lecture, not really paying attention like I should be, um, and I saw this notification scroll across my phone that talked about Tim and about how he didn't practice today and about how they don't they don't know his status for week three going into Arizona. Um, so I, I got really excited, and I wanted to make podcast just about kind of how I feel about the whole situation. So for those of you who don't know, um, I've been a big Cam fan um, ever since he entered the league. Um, I was a little bit of a fan whenever he was at Auburn. Um, I, I loved his style of play and just how the, the, the way that he would manage the offense and the way he could take control of the game with his feet and with his arm. Now, yes, I know Cam's not an accurate passer. He wasn't accurate in college. What's new? He's not. He's, he, one of the big reasons he got drafted was because of his size and his legs. I mean, my goodness, he's six foot something, weighs 220-something pounds probably. I don't know. He probably weighs less now that he's gone vegan. But the point is, is I, I've been on this Cam Newton train for a long time, and I knew whenever the Panthers drafted him with number one overall pick that he was going to be the franchise quarterback. And there were so many Panthers fans that hated to hear that um, and, and that booed and couldn't stand that we took Cam Newton first overall. Um, and, and so I think Vaughn Miller, I think, was in that draft too. I'm not exactly positive, but people were upset that we didn't take Vaughn Miller number one overall. Um, so, but... Me, I was I was different. I was thrilled to death that we took Cam first overall um, because I knew that he had the capability to not only make the Panthers good um, and, and get us past that terrible Jimmy Carlson era, who was absolutely ridiculous, and especially after we were trying to rebuild after losing Jake DeLome and, and, and finally getting in, set in stone a quarterback that was going to be the franchise quarterback was going to be the face of the franchise for a long time coming. Now, <clears throat> let, me, let me just say, um, after the 2015 season when Cam won the MVP and everything, all these people would talk about how, oh, Cam's so inaccurate, Cam's so inaccurate, he's a terrible passer. I'm going to be honest with you, it was almost like I had tunnel vision on, and I didn't really pay attention to what those people said during the 2015 season because... I mean, my goodness, the Panthers made the Super Bowl for the first time since I think it was like, actually I know it was in like the early 2000s against the Patriots when we lost in a heartbreaking uh, field goal to end the game. But, um, yeah, I, 
I, I never really would pay attention to what anybody really said about any of that. So 2016 season is when I really started to notice it. Um, I, I didn't really pay it a whole, whole lot of attention. Uh, I didn't pay much attention in 2017 or 2018, but so far in the first two weeks from what I've watched, um, I, I've definitely seen now what, what people are coming from. That's like Thursday night during the game. Um, there were a couple of times where he would miss. I think it might have been near the end of the game. It was either Curtis Samuel or DJ Moore. I can't remember. I think it was DJ Moore. He missed DJ Moore high, and DJ Moore was wide open. And then another time in the game, um, Curtis Samuel had ran almost like a little quick slant kind of thing, and he was open, and all Cam had to do was hit him in stride, and, D and Curtis Samuel was quick enough to probably even score on that play, and Cam throws it behind him. So um, I definitely this year have seen the inaccuracy, and I understand North Turner came in and Cam threw his whole, re redid his whole throwing motion and everything. I get that. Um, and, you know, before he went down last season, my goodness, he had a 60-something percent completion percentage. He was <clears> – the Panthers were like, I think, 6-2 and two before he got hurt or something, I think, around that record. I'm not sure I'm going off the top of my head here. Um, so – the Panthers, before Cam got hurt last year, looked like a legitimate contender, not only in their division or the conference, but also in the whole league. Um, so I, I've been on this, this Cam Newton train for, for a long time, ever since he came into the league. But uh, the preseason game this year when they played the Patriots, Cam went down with an ankle injury. Um, part of me initially was like, oh, this ain't a real, this ain't, this ain't real. He's just he just doesn't want to play in the preseason kind of thing. He's just ready for the regular season to play, so he uses kind of a cop-out. Um, so I didn't really think anything of it. Well, week one um, against the Rams, uh, there were times whenever, you know, I remember seeing the older Cam that was in the league, or excuse me, yeah, the younger Cam, whenever he was in the league, you know, one, two, three years. And Cam, you know, you could about guarantee any time we needed a first down or, it was third and short or third and long that Cam was going to run the ball. I mean, defenses just just kind of knew that. They just kind of assumed that, recognized that. And the great thing about it was was Cam's so big and, and so quick with his feet that nobody can stop. Nobody could stop him. So, and and it was almost a guaranteed fact that any time the Panthers got inside the five yard line, that Cam Newton was going to run the ball. And I had noticed in Week One um, that Cam. There were plenty of times when Cam should have ran the ball that he didn't run the ball, and there were plenty of times where he should have gotten out of the pocket and he stayed in the pocket and would take a sack or throw an incomplete pass or throw a pass that was way off target. And, um, you know, my initial thought was, Cam, you got to run that ball. you got to run that ball. Um, you're, you're the best dual-threat quarterback in the league. And, by the way, I, uh, I would love to hear anybody say otherwise that Cam isn't the best dual-threat quarterback ever. Um, I think that he's better than Michael Vick. I think he's better than Warren Moon. Um, and you might call me crazy for that, but, I mean, hey, I understand Michael Vick was a human cheat code and all this other stuff, but still, I mean, I think our, he, he's definitely, if not the best, he's definitely the second best dual threat quarterback in the league. But getting back to my point, so I, I 
kind of had a strange suspicion after the first week. I was like, well, why is Cam not running the ball? And my initial thought was, well, maybe he's trying to maybe that shoulder or that foot, maybe. And I didn't really, I guess you could say, paying any attention. Well, then week two comes along, and let's just say that uh, that that week two that um, Todd Bowles, which, by the way, was uh, um, is an ex-Panthers defense coordinator. For those of you who don't know, he went on to coach the Cardinals for a year, didn't do very well there. They fired him. So Bruce Arians comes into town and contacts Todd Bowles and said, hey, I need a defensive coordinator. I want you to be it. So Todd Bowles takes advantage of it. And now I, I knew going into this game that, you know, Todd Bowles would know, okay, Cam's probably going to want to run the ball pretty frequently. We need to find a way to stop him. Um, so I expected that to happen. But there was a lot of, a lot of times in that game when Cam wouldn't run the ball when he should have, or there was a lot of times when Cam should have scrambled they didn't have, and, and he would just absorb sacks left and right, or he would throw terrible passes that shouldn't have even been thrown. And, and so that's when I really started thinking, okay, Cam's got, there's got to be something going on with him that he's just not telling people or that the coaching staff knows and they're just lying to the media about. Um, and... I, I, I was, I'm still under the full impression that Cam isn't fully healed from that ankle. I think that ankle injury was, was a bigger injury than what people had expected it to be and what people thought it had been. Had been. And I think that that's the, the main reason why uh, Cam played the way that he played in weeks one and weeks two. So with that being said, um, I, I'm honestly not surprised that Cam didn't practice this week. And, and I had told... I can't remember how many people, but I told them, I said, look, I fully believe that Cam is still hurt. I really do. I think Cam's still hurt, and I think he's babying that ankle, and I think he's babying that shoulder. Now, yes, I know Cam had shoulder surgery in the off season, but still. Um, and, and so I think that Cam is kind of, I guess, weary, you could say, about trying to run on that foot. and try. So he's trying to do everything he can inside the pocket. It's almost like he's playing scared. And as a quarterback in the National Football League, that's never a good thing. Um, so I, I, I had a, a pretty good feeling that there was something going on there that the team wouldn't address to the media about or Cam wouldn't address to the media about. Now, yes, I understand uh, that the Panthers and Cam both did a really good job at keeping it secret. Um, but I, I still fully believe that that foot injury was a lot more serious than people wanted it to be. But I think that since, you know, the defending NFC champions were coming into town and it was the first week of the season, it was a home game, I think that Cam wanted to do anything and everything in his power to be able to play in that game. Um, I think the same thing happened for week two. It was a primetime game on Thursday night back in Bank of America Stadium, and I think that Cam wanted to be able to play through that. Um, so I, I think that I think he's playing hurt, if you want to be completely and totally honest with you. I really do. I think that Cam is, has been has played hurt. He played hurt all week one, and he played hurt all week two. And I think that you could definitely tell something was going on in week one because he wasn't playing the way that I've seen Cam play in the past in the NFL. Um, the the offense wasn't clicking as well as it usually did, as well as it usually does. Um, I, I, I had a sneaky suspicion that something wasn't right. Um, now, I will say, though, too, that one of the disadvantages of, of Cam not being 
mobile like you used to be was was teams that you know we would play the Panthers would play would have to respect the run the run game and, and as in Cam Newton's run game so they have to respect the the fact that Cam could scramble and the fact that Cam could could hurt you with his legs so um, a lot of defensive coordinators and a lot of teams that they would the Panthers would play in the past um, wouldn't load the box. Um, and basically, for those of you who don't know really what that means, um, basically is where they would take, <clears throat> instead of playing like three down linemen and four linebackers in, in like a 3-4 type defense, they would load the box, meaning they would load up the line of scrimmage, um, basically attempting to stop the run. And a lot of defenses wouldn't do that with Cam necessarily uh, when they played the Panthers because he knew that... Um, that he would he would he would burn you. So, but I I saw this thing by this title of an article, and I didn't get to read it because I was in class by David Newton. And for those of you who don't know who David Newton is, he's a beat writer for ESPN, and I'm pretty sure I'm not positive. I'm pretty sure he writes articles about the Panthers, um, and I, he might do some other stuff with the NFL. I'm not exactly positive, but one of the things that the title of the article said something along the lines of. Um, how basically how teams are going to now start loading the box due to the fact that Cam isn't as mobile this year, and it's going to end up it's going to end up hurting the Panthers' um, running back core, um, Christian McCaffrey especially, for example, because of now going into the going into this season. Well, let's just take that back. Going into the first week, the Panthers knew all along that. Um, that Cam was going to be, that Cam was a little iffy, and that they were going to try and run the ball with Christian McCaffrey as much as they could. Um, and I and I think that teams that the Panthers are playing, I think they're taking note of that, and I think that they're going to go into the games that they'll play them, and I think that they're going to do a better job at loading the box the whole game, which basically is going to force um, North Turner to either. You know, come up with some sort of trickery play, or going to force um, Cam to throw the ball. And, and basically, what they're saying is, hey, we're not going to let Christian McCaffrey beat you with with his legs. We're going to force you to throw the ball. We're going to force you to <clears throat> move the ball downfield on us without running the, running the ball up the gut. Um, and so, I I think that not only is this hurting. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say the NFL, but not only is it is it hurting the Panthers, but it's also hurting, in my opinion, the fan base of the Panthers. Um, I talked to a guy in one of my classes today that went to the game on Thursday night, and he said that the boos were were out were crazy coming um, from the fans towards Cam um, because I'm gonna be honest with you, Cam Cam hasn't looked like Cam in. I don't know how long, probably since his shoulder injury. And I just know that the Panthers are not going to be that 2015 caliber type Panthers if, one, Cam Newton isn't healthy, and, two, if they're not having fun. And I could tell pretty easily from the start of Cam's career that if Cam is playing good and having fun, the whole team plays good and has fun. If Cam's head's down and Cam's not into it, the whole team's not into it. So he kind of sets the tone, I guess you could say, for not only that offense, but for the whole team. 
Um, and so I, I think that Cam, Cam Newton's health is very crucial to the organization as a whole. Um, and I, I, I had a I had a really strong feeling, as I said earlier, that Cam was playing hurt because there was just something about him that just didn't seem right to me and it just didn't click with me. Um, it, 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 I didn't get that, that confident vibe um, that, oh, yeah, Cam's going to drive us down the field. He's going <clears> to <throat> put us in the pay dirt with his feet or he's gonna he's gonna lead us down to the pay dirt or or any of that i i didn't i didn't get that at all from him the first two weeks um and now cam i will say yeah he hasn't thrown any touchdown passes this year but i mean it's only the going play two four weeks going into the third week on thursday night with the titans and the jags um so but i will say though that cam i think cam through for like 230 yards maybe the first week or or excuse me the second week and then I think he probably threw about the same in the first week I'd have to go back and look at the numbers um but I mean Cam Cam's getting the ball downfield but Cam's not doing what Cam does Cam's not using his strength which is his legs to lead the team down the field to score touchdowns to lead the offense to victories um and and I think that that's hurting not only the franchise but also the fan base. And I think that when Cam is when Cam is fully healthy and Cam is full and and, and is at his highest playing capability, I guess you could say the Panthers are a scary team. I fully believe, and I fully believe that Cam is can be potentially one of the best quarterbacks in the league when he plays his full potential and when he's fully healthy. Um, I'm not the only one that says that. There's also experts that have said that too. So, and I think that they're right. Um, but I will say too, though, that I feel that ever since the Panthers drafted Will Greer, I, I told myself and I've told people that I know and I've told other people, I've said, look, I'm just scared that Cam's going to get hurt and Will Greer or Kyle Allen's going to step into that position and they're going to succeed very well, and Cam's able to not get that spot back. Um, and, and I know personally for me that, that it's hard to let go of Cam just because, I, you know, I, Cam's, Cam and Baker Mayfield are my two favorite quarterbacks in the league. Um, and so it's hard for me to want to admit that. But I think that honestly that that could be the case. Um, I really do. And I think that if Cam doesn't play on Sunday – and I think I think that both Will Greer and Kyle Allen, whoever they, whoever Ron Rivera and uh, chooses to start, I think that both of them will will do very well on the on the <clears throat> for the time being. Um, will was a little shaky in the preseason, but he showed a lot of promise, um, and he, he cleaned it up a little bit near the end of the preseason. And, and I think that Will is a good enough quarterback to at least get us through two weeks if Cam for every reason doesn't play. We're in Arizona, I think, going into week three, and then I think week four where we play at Houston, I think. So they're definitely two winnable games for sure, um, and I think that both Will Greer and Kyle Allen have the ability to win both of those games. Um, we saw Kyle Allen last year, the last game of the season, 
put on a uh, really good show against the Saints in New Orleans. And, yeah, I know the Saints had already clinched everything they could clinch, and they're resting their starters. But still, I mean, it gave hope kind of for Panthers fans in the future, you know, with Cam or for whatever reason, if we choose to let Cam go, which I hope doesn't happen. But if that does happen, um, then, you know, maybe there's some sort of hope there. So, yeah, I, I think that all in all, I think that this whole injury um, affects not only Panthers fans, but also um, the league because when Cam's healthy, Cam's can't. When Cam's healthy and Cam's playing his, his his best caliber football that I know he can play, Cam is definitely one of the uh, funnest players in the league to watch. Um, that's like Lamar Jackson the past two weeks. The dude's been lighting it up with his legs and his arm. So I, I think that Cam makes the league better in a way. Um, and I've felt that ever since he came into the league. So, yeah, I... As a Panthers fan, um, have I really fretted necessarily about this season? Um, if you want to be honest with you, I think the worst we should be right now is one and one. Um, and, and we played good enough. I think personally, our defense played good enough in the first week for us to be two and zero, and then they were one and zero, and then they definitely played good enough in the second week for us to be two and zero. So I don't know really if it's if if, if I'm necessarily fretting. Uh, the last time I, we finished 0-2, I saw a stat today where we finished 12-4 and and won the division. So we did it once. There's nothing saying we can't do it again. So I definitely think that um, now is not necessarily time to fret. It's early in the season. So we'll see how it goes. All right, guys. Well, that's going to wrap up this episode of the Sports Nugget. Like I said, I'm sorry that I was. I'm so late getting a new one out to you all. Uh, I think the last time I got one out was like March, and I've been caught up in work and getting stuff ready for school and getting things for my apartment and just getting in the swing of things again. But hopefully I'll be back. Um, Hopefully I'll be back pretty soon um, and back for good so I can keep on getting out more podcasts to you all um, hopefully once a week or maybe um, a couple every week. It's just all going to depend. But I'm back, so and I'm ready to get going. Um, if you all have any ideas or anything for me that you'd like for me to talk about, um, if you have my number, text me um, and let me know some things that maybe I could talk about for the next podcast. Um, if you want to shoot me an email, you can. My email is hammer1099 at gmail.com. Feel free to send me an email and let me know what you all think. Um, and I'll be happy to take any uh, any ideas that you all present to me. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you next time and have a blessed day.